Hello. Now. It's Saturday morning. You know what that means. The Comics Pals are live. Live and in living color. If you can believe that. Great, Great show. show. Oh, Jinx. <laughs> yeah. You're wait, wait, right. wait. Or, oh, Talos and Jinx. Talos and Jinx. Nope. Talos and Jinx. So what happens? Someone has to say his name. Tyler. You're okay. Good. That's, oh. that, I never knew those rules. <laughs> I, didn't, I, don't, I don't think I knew those either. I just it was like, usually oh, Jinx and you kick him in the balls. Whoa. What school did you go to? Hard Knocks, baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, say hello as you, uh, as you join us in the Twitch chat. Today, uh, we still don't have our, our grumpy grandpa. He's, uh, he's wandering, wandering the streets. Wandering um, the streets. Hey, we're waiting to. <laughs> he's, on, he's on walkabout. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we do have uh, Mark with an O. Oh. Uh, and we've got Tyler. Uh, with an O, kind of. <laughs> with an O. Tyler O. Tyler O. Tyler O. And I'm Sean. There are no O's in my name. Growing up, there was another uh, Tyler that I was friends with. Um, so she got the, uh, even though like mine, it's more of a mask name, but uh, she was just Tyler, and I was always Tyler O. So it kind of annoys Ooh. the shit out of it me. It wasn't, it wasn't like Taylor. No, no, two Tyler's. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. A tale of two Tyler's. Nice. Uh, yep. Yep. Damn, and you got the O. That feels bad when you're the other. But, but like, that tracks. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, There's tracks for my life, you know? Oh, shit. Matt, Matt considered uh, a frequent listener and, and, and friend of me. Uh, Matt Murphy considers me one of the unluckiest people he's ever met. <laughs> wow. So. Do you feel that way about yourself? You feel you're oh. unlucky? Well, I mean, listen, you know. Every day is yeah. a blessing, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Every day is a blessing. Sure. Yep. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, what are you drinking? Life essence out of my chubby mug. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, you could be drinking life essence out of a Comics Pals mug. Ooh. Well, oh, done. there we go. There we. Yeah. Go. The mug. You I don't could, have the mug. So. You don't have the mug. You gotta get the mug, man. We I got, got a the store. pint glass. The, 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 I bring out the pint glass for the Wednesday that's, show. I, that's the mug true. comes out. On, on yeah. That's true. Uh, you know who needs uh, a comics pal, comics pal's mug to put some some uh, anonymous alcohol in it? The people who were not nominated for Eisner's this year. <laughs> so I I I have talked about it uh, before. I don't really love the Eisner's. Like I, I'm not that into it. Um, I'm not into awards award shows in general. It's just not really my thing. It's not specific to the Eisners. I just don't really care about them too much. I feel like it's a little vapid, but I understand that, you know, it's it feels good to be rewarded for your hard work, especially in an industry that's not rewarding most of the creators financially. Uh, you know, at least you get some kind of a recognition from your peers. Uh, so this year, we do have the Eisner uh, nominations. Um, 32 categories in all. And I just wanted to go through a few of them. Uh, it's books that came out in the calendar year of 2021. Uh, so nothing that came out before, nothing that came out after. Um, DC and Image yep. actually got the most nominations. DC had the most, which is 
pretty remarkable. You would think it wouldn't come from the big two. You would think it'd be Image. Um, good year. Yeah, Nightwing doing really well. Uh, Wonder Woman, Historia. The Amazons specifically. Um, uh, So, you know, good stuff to DC. I wanted to go over a few of the uh, categories and we'll just talk about like who we would vote for. So let's get through that really quick. Um, So best single issue, Marvel Voices Identity number one. Uh, Mouse Guard, The Owl, When, Caregiver, and Other Tales. Uh, that's from Boom. Uh, Nightwing 87. Uh, Wolf and Daughter. That's from Quindry Press. Never heard of them. Uh, Wonder Woman, Historia, The Amazons. I would think that Wonder Woman would win. Based on the ones I've read. Yeah. Personally, Nightwing. I would go with Nightwing. That's the, uh, that's the continuous the single shot Ooh. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's well yeah, just done kind too. Of, oh, real yeah. good. That really kind of worked with the medium in a way I haven't seen anyone do this year. Historia is a close one too, but I like how the two that are close to us are DC ones. You know, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. For sure. I've always wanted to get into Mouse Guard. I just haven't. It's very it's, good. It's, it's I, I think impenetrable. You would love it. You would yeah. love it. It's always on these nominations too, Mouse Guard. So I, I this one I haven't picked up because uh, it's usually like different books and everything, but um the the original series excellent stuff tyler that's yeah. absolutely your bag best continuing series we have bitter root from image david f walker getting that nod department of truth uh immortal hulk nightwing something is killing the children immortal hulk should win but it won't because of joe bennett um i, I was surprised really, he got nominated yeah i was shocked to see that book up there um, so, uh, it'll probably be, uh, Department of Truth. I would say, I would say something is killing the children or Department of Truth. I, th- I think James Tinian's coming away with this. I, I think it's Nightwing, guys. It's either Nightwing or something is killing the children. Mm, to be fair, I'm not reading Department of Truth and something is killing the children is excellent, but I feel like the buzz has been around Department of Truth a lot. As much as it has been for Nightwing, really? I think people are going to lean on Department of Truth. It's weird. I'm reading the Department of Truth, and it's like I'm like the only person I know who's reading it. <laughs> I love it. I think it's fantastic. But I'm always like, yo, can you read this for me, please, guys? Um, it's good. Every year, Bitter Root is on this. So I just want to shout out David F. Walker again. It's <laughs> true. I swear to you, every single year. I feel like for the past, I don't know. Four Eisners, I want to say. That's limited series. We got Beta Ray Bill, the Daniel done. Warren That's Johnson it. mini. That's I it. know, right? Don't read. Uh, Good Asian, Hocus Pocus, Many Deaths of Lila Star, uh, Stray Dogs, and Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I think Beta Ray Bill. It's too good. I think, but Many Deaths could also win. I think it's Beta Ray because uh, that was stellar. Many Deaths, I think, would deserve yeah. it. Yo, Stray Dogs was excellent. It, I read the first issue and I was like, yeah, this is good. I meant to pick it up and trade. It's, but it's real good. You like yeah. it. Uh, and best new series, Human Target, Nice House, Not All Robots, Radiant Black, and Ultra Mega. Human Target is a, a, a cut. Of, I mean, Nice House is phenomenal. Human Target is better, I think. I'm gonna not All Robots it, might win, though. I'm going to give it to Not All Robots because yeah. uh, of Mike Diodato. So happy he got an Eisner nod. Yo. He danced on his Twitter in a video. <laughs> That was good and stuff. it was like Did the most really? wholesome yeah. shit ever. I was like, uh, you know what? I give it to them. Um, I've read all of these, and that's a stacked. 
That's a stacked list, honestly. It is, it is cool seeing so many different... Um, actually, no, there's only really three different publishers on there. Um, just different imprints of, of the same publisher. But, you know, putting an AWA book on there is, is great. I mean, it's Mark Russell, though. He's like he's like uh, Eisner bait. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's like when uh, Wes Anderson comes out with a new movie. It's like, oh, Mark Russell came yeah, out with a new yeah. book. It's obviously yeah. going to get a nomination. It's cool that AWA is up here because I think that they feel like they've been hitting pretty much every single book that I've read of theirs. It's good stuff. Yeah, they, they've done a great job. Uh, best writer, Ed Brubaker. Um, for Pulp, probably. For Destroy All Monsters and Friend of the Devil. Kelly Sue DeConnick, uh, specifically for Wonder Woman Historia. Uh, Philippe Mello from Top Shelf. For hmm. Ballad of Sophie, Ballad for Sophie, rather. Rom V for everything. Uh, James <laughs> Tinian for literally everything. everything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I I think that for sh- like the sheer amount of things that James is up yeah. for and all of them being so good, uh, I think it's hard for him not to win. He should win. Rom is fair. a close second. Tinian's on a lot of books that have long titles, so that could just be tricking you there. And then, the <laughs> well, House of Slaughter, something to the yeah, children, yeah. Win, Nice House, Joker, Batman, DC Pride, Department of Truth, Blue Book, Razor Blades. That's ten books. Damn. That's true. That's true. I, I personally want Rombi. Like that's. It's near but and dear like, to me. So. Yeah, for sure. But that man is stacked. Tinian is stacked. Yeah. Uh, best writer artist: Allison Bagdell, um, Juni Ito. Daniel Warren Johnson, Will McPhail, uh, and Barry Windsor Smith. I'm biased because I've only engaged with one of these creators, but uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. No, Junji Ito. We read uh, Uzumaki. Yeah, but that I, I guess I meant like you know this oh. this you know this year. I think you think they they get the uh, the posthumous Barry Windsor Smith uh, Eisner. Mm, I could see that too. I think so for Monster. Yeah, yeah I think Monsters so. That's was, that's where pretty I was big. Thinking. It was pretty big. It was nice. It was gorgeous too. <laughs> uh, That's it for me. Let's let's get through one more, one or two more. Uh, best penciler, inker, or penciler, inker team. Uh, Philippe Andrade for many deaths of Lila Star. Phil Jimenez again. Uh, Bruno Redondo, Asad Rabik, and uh, P. Craig Russell. Um, I think. I could see Bruno winning, but I would say Phil Jimenez. Dude, that book was insane. Yeah, it was nuts. Did we talk about Historia on the show? Yeah, we reviewed it. Okay. I highly recommend anyone go read that. Mm, I would have said uh, Philippe Andrade. I think he's... That that book is gorgeous. Mm. Okay. Um, Cyberbit getting the nod there, too, is great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm very surprised. But, because that Captain Marvel uh, panel, <laughs> you thought you thought that was a a no go. Uh, that was a part of it. <laughs> that, that, that's a part of it. Uh, and then let's do best coloring. Uh, Felipe Andrade, Terry Dodson, K. O'Neill, Jacob Phillips. Wow, and Matt Wilson, Jacob Phillips. That's pretty cool. Um, that's uh, mm-hmm. Sean Phillips' son. So th- imagine that, you know. Yeah, like the blood. You, you are an Eisner Award, at least nominee, probably winner. Uh, in your own right, and then your son is too. Can you imagine? I gotta say, glaring omission of Mike Spicer. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. my God. One hundred percent. I think there Spicer has been been like like re, um, 
revitalizing what coloring could be in in, in the comics that he's on. Makes some really crazy ass choices. Uh, we're yeah. kind of kind of bummed on that. Where's Clayton Cowles, man? Like, th- there's some talents that are not on here. It's really surprising. Wait, he's lettering. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yes. Uh, uh, I was gonna say Tamra Tamra Bombion. Yeah. Yeah. Tamra's been excellent. Um, it's the first I, year Jordy Blair not on here. I was just gonna say, yeah. Jordy, yeah. Yep. I've never known Terry Dotson to be a colorist. I've always thought of him as like an inker. Uh, he does pencils. Inventor man. He's doing the he's whole art. Of it. Okay. So, I mean, great list of creators for sure overall. Um, it's, you know, it's cool. I'll be happy for those who win. And it's good to be nominated. Just the nomination is, is something. I don't know if it translates into like more work or more pay, but it's cool. Uh, can I shout out um, uh, parentheses? It's a graphic. Um, it's a graphic memoir by Elodie Durand. I would really recommend it, published by Top Shelf. It's about her and this uh, brain disease that she has that um, ends up giving her gaps in her life and her memory. And she has to like work through piecing those things together. And so the parenthesis is like this uh, um, symbol for the gaps in her life because she has to fill in those things with things that she doesn't, she has to learn from other people. Um, it's a really, really good book. Uh, it gets a bit graphic in terms of the descriptions of um, medical procedures. But I think if you're interested in uh, memoirs and graphic memoirs, I think that's a really good book for you guys. Also, it is cool to see that uh, Best Digital Comic is a thing here. And It's Jeff by Kelly Thompson and Guru Hero uh, got a, a nomination, which is the Marvel Unlimited Jeff the Landshark story. Get out. Yeah, yeah, it's adorable. That's good. Um, but it's cool to see that on there. Marvel Unlimited getting some some love. That is pretty cool. Uh, let's say hello to some people in the chat. Hello, Catherine. What's up? What's uh, up? Syl Stevenson, first time chatter. Thank you for joining. That's awesome. Maybe you'll be on the uh, Eisner nominee list one day. Uh, Stevenson's got a, a Kickstarter that's about to launch. So uh, go, go check them cool. out on social um definitely cool that you're here um jack Araya, hello jack Araya. welcome welcome uh we've got a lot to talk about today that's not eisner related to be sure uh dc announced that uh batman's gonna have a bad day Uh-oh. uh batman batman's gonna have many bad days uh so we'll be getting to that uh those one shots a little later um she-Hulk trailer came out and uh, lit the internet on fire. Apparently, people like a really big, tall, mm-hmm. green woman. Mm-hmm. Count me among them. Um, <laughs> in our main topic, a topic too big to just be a regular news item. Uh, Daredevil is coming back to Disney Plus with a new series. But what does that really mean? We're going to find out. We're going to discuss that uh, a little later on. Less Electra fucking is what we're talking about. <laughs> that, that I can promise you. They're not even going to go so far as to give us the planking sex that we got from the Turtles. <laughs> that was over to, four years ago. Like, come on, Disney. Electra's is going to be very unsexy um, because you can't have that on Disney+. Plus. Can I ask a quick question? That's a bit of a side, side note. You guys ever uh, part of the planking craze? No. Are you I kidding me? It. I remember I my it. brother uh, at Comic Con one year. He, my brother's name is also Sean. Um, 
he oh. planked everywhere over Comic-Con, and I have a whole bunch of random pictures of it. <laughs> uh, specifically back when Marvel actually had cool booths, and they had the a giant um, Avengers uh, helicarrier kind of themed booth. Um, he went on stage and just planked in the middle of it. It was the stupidest shit ever, um, but Unbelievable. Um, it was still more fun than Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into all that, I do want to let you guys know how you can support the show. Plenty of ways you can do that. Patreon.com slash the comics pals is the most direct way to do so. Uh, you can support at any tier you're comfortable with for as little as $3. You can help us out. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got some cool content up there. I just put out my newsletter. Um, I was back up. And uh, this month I talked about couldn't really talk about anything else uh, based on like where my mind was at. So I discussed uh, the recent shooting that happened in Buffalo and sort of uh, how it how it uh, how it affected my how it affected me, you know, what it's like to be a black person in America and tied that into comics somehow. So, um, yeah, <laughs> if you are curious about that, you can head on over and read that. Um, and lots of other cool stuff palling around our, our off topic show where we kind of just talk about whatever we want. Most recent episode, we talked about video games and our love for them and, uh, you know, our history with them and our favorites. Uh, so again, patreon.com slash comics pals. I want to shout out these fine folks who have chosen to join the pals verse by subscribing at $10 or more. Thank you to Thunderstruck, Rebecca Alejandro, The Night Stalker, Harris Najinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Julissa the Jaguar, and Random Rocio, The Courageous Kunaladas, Kefis the Incorruptible, The Great Destroyer, Hyper Viper 89, Momentum, Mike Elliott, Starcross, Catherine Stars, Indestructible, Indy Aaron. Thank you all so, so much for your support. If you want to get your name shouted out, here and a superhero or supervillain identity head on over and hit that ten dollar tier uh twitch.tv slash the comics pals to watch us live every single saturday at 10 15 eastern for this very show 6 p.m eastern every single thursday for pals polls youtube.com slash comics pals subscribe for free like the video share it with your friends discord hang us hang out with us on discord we're always having a great time Every single person that I can see on Twitch right now who's watching us is also on our Discord server. Great group of people. Great Don't people. think you'll be disappointed at all. Um, come hang out. It's a good time. We've got a bunch of listener comments. This week we got a lot. So many I couldn't include them all. Um, the topic of our Marvel and DC comics boring really brought it out of you guys. So thank you for the, uh, the engagement. Tyler, take it away. Yeah, so uh, on that episode, we had a perpetual YouTube uh, uh, commenter, uh, Dan Trudeau, good guy, uh, commented, the line between ongoing and limited series has been blurred, with the exception of books like Batman and action comics. For example, Zdarsky's Daredevil is an ongoing in theory, but it's telling a specific storyline and the book wraps up once it's done. That's not an ongoing in the classic sense of the term. A true ongoing would keep going with the numbering, giving you a fill-in book or two before the new creative team takes over. I think the trade market has forever tipped the industry away from done-in-one stories that were built for newsstand readers. Multi-issue story arcs, even with ongoing books, seem to be the way they go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, the first thing I always think about is Claremont's X-Men. That, for me, is the essence, the epitome of what an ongoing series or comic mm -hmm. would be. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, I think 
I think the the fact that they're writing for the trades, um, and, and I wasn't on the last issue, I'm sorry, the last episode, but um, I agreed very much that I think because it's being written for the trade market, that's sort of where you're, you're sort of banking against as a creator and as a publisher too, right? Because you want somebody to create something so that at the end of the day, you have more product, you have more to offer, even if it is a condensed story. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, uh, I think that while Dan is definitely correct, um, ongoing doesn't quite mean what it used to mean. Um, a lot of ongoings do feel more like limited series, but I think that that in a lot of ways also comes down to sales books that were intended to be ongoing stop because of sales and then books that are ongoings and are doing fine. They just want to get that number one bump. Is Daredevil an ongoing in the traditional sense? I would say yes. It lasted a very long time. It didn't, you know, it wasn't like a 10 issue thing. It, it, it went for, for a while. And now it's coming back. And yes, it has a new number one, but it's the exact same creative team. So um, they're not doing any legacy numbering on that one, right? I, I think mean, they are. I think the legacy numbering is always there. Okay. Um, but they just put that new number one for sales. It's a have your cake and eat it too type of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, next up. All right. So we have, uh, Ricardo Rusui, the God. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Uh, I think Marvel and DC. Yeah, I tried. I think Marvel and DC should really make sure the writer has a plan for the ongoing, even if that plan involves one major arc or multiple arcs. I think they, they do. They have to. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pitch something. Guys, I want to, I really, really want to write Captain America. Uh, okay, pitches. I really want to write Captain America. He's my favorite. You know, you got to have something. Um, to be fair, that sounds like Tana Hesikoats is Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I, loved wow. it. I loved it, but it, it seemed I, a little directionless, you know, towards the end there. But that's that. All right. That's fair. Uh, I, I, I guess, like, to me, what constitutes a worthwhile uh, multi arc run? Uh, like the the bar is a little higher, I think. Um, and these a lot of times these books will lose steam after their first arc. Hmm. Sometimes even within the first arc. And and I, I imagine it's also hard because you have to sort of plot in outs because uh, in the event of sales, right, you have to be able to pivot your way out into okay. Well, now I have to end this story. I maybe had X Y Z planned, but because I'm getting, uh, maybe it didn't sell as much. I'm getting the axe from, you know, Marvel execs. Now this plan that I had won't come to fruition and I have to, you know, find a way to get myself out of here and reset back to neutral. Sure. On to the next one. All right. Marley, uh, said, Hey guys, been a minute, just a side tangent, but I figured I mentioned it since when does the Hulk movie ever come up? It's amusing that this <laughs> is the one Stanley cameo that is crucial to the plot line. There are reports the sodas are contaminated with the blood, and you see Stan open a fridge and crack open a cold one. Would have been fun to see a hulked out Stanley. <laughs> well, now you fun. can. Yeah, well, oh, we no. still talk about that later. <laughs> I love how that ties into two different news stories. Yeah, uh, She Hulk and you know the the Stanley purchase <laughs> that Marvel made. Uh, oof, that's a doozy. Thank you for writing in. Uh, Matt on Discord, been thinking about this since yesterday's Pals Pulls. 
You guys regularly cover the Xbox events at Spawn, but when it comes to picking up new comics for yourself, what do you look for? Look for me sneezing, apparently. Um, what do you look for? <laughs> Concept, creative team, IP. After watching any of these adaptations, how often do you seek out the comics the characters are based on? So Matt giving us a twofer right there. Thank you, Matt. Um, yeah, so I mean, when I when I buy comics for myself, it's all of the above, you know, like, it, you know, I think the, the, the more you read comics, the more that you kind of need to see certain things in order to buy a book. Like when I first started reading a comic, a cover could have been enough, like just anything like, oh, my God, Spider-Man's on the cover and Wolverine. Got to buy it. Not Wolverine because I never liked Wolverine. But um, yeah, when I was a kid, I was very anti Wolverine. Um, pro Cyclops, man, come on, what you know, you know that you know the deal. Uh, get it? Yeah, you know the now, vibes. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Now it's you know <laughs> it's probably creator first, then uh, concept, then IP. Uh, mostly because actually, concept might be last. I'll buy anything by Rick Remender. It doesn't really matter what it is. I'll always buy a number one by Rick. I'll always buy a number one by Scott Snyder. I'll always buy a number one by Hickman. Like there are just certain creators who I will show up for regardless. I will not necessarily buy Spider-Man just because it's Spider-Man. In fact, I definitely won't. Not anymore. When I was a kid, sure. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of the same way. I think for me, it's like creator first, creator artists, you know, whoever the team is first. Uh, but if it's a cool enough character like a, a like like the kang book that came out i wasn't too familiar with the team right. but it's like oh they're doing a kang book yeah i'm gonna check it out and guess what now i have a, a creative team i could follow elsewhere because i liked it so much um so i think a an ip could definitely sway me in certain situations yeah i think uh because on comiXology you have the option to um like consistently pull it so once I get through all of the creators that I know, um, uh, you can subscribe to series. And so I usually just don't have to worry about the series or creators that I already like because more than likely I've already subscribed to a series for them. And uh, I don't have to worry about it from week to week. I end up, it ends up freeing me to just kind of scroll through the store. And uh, I typically pull from covers. Like if the, a cover catches my eye, and usually it's like a, the small thumbnail, but if it catches me through that, I'll click through. I'll usually try out number ones, and I try to make an effort to not, um, or to click on smaller publishers like an like an AWA, like a Vault, mm -hmm. like a, um, and anything else within that realm of indie and out there space, just because uh, I already know which books I'm getting for sure. Um, but these are the ones that I like to explore. And uh, please share with us your answer to this question, uh, listeners, because people come to the comic shop or the digital space uh, for all kinds of reasons. Uh, and I want to know where your loose dollar goes. Like your purchases for the week are generally already set. Like what happens when you have a little bit of extra money and you're like, hmm, I want to buy something different. What what do you what do you tend to gravitate toward? What what kind of things speak to you? Uh, one thing we didn't mention on this uh, is: do we 
seek out any comics that that are based on adaptations? No. Really? Okay. Yes. Uh, specifically, Alien and Predator. If that's what you meant. Well, oh, I okay. think I I think the the context of the question is like after you see something sure. IP based, then how do you oh, oh, proceed? Yeah. That? Okay. I mean, I guess Eternals for me kind of works in that yeah. vein. Um, but they had already was, been putting that out since the, right. before the movie. Um, right. That was more of a planning effort on their end. Um, mm. It's rare that, you know, like I didn't go see Venom and be like, oh, I need a Venom book. I need to re- read a Venom <laughs> book. They already hooked me on a Venom book before the movie. So it's almost like right. the inverse is happening. It's like, oh, I'm reading a comic that they've smartly prepped for. I think Marvel's good at this. They will put yeah. out, they'll seed those books. Like we're getting a lot of Blade stuff in the past couple of years. I wonder why they're putting that into our brain. Blade's you know I mean? daughter. Finally, <laughs> um, right. But like, it, it's it's curious to see how they they see that well in advance. So I'm like, oh, I want to see the movie now because I like the character in the comics. So it, yeah. for me, it's the opposite. It, yeah, I, Eternals ended up being that way for me. Uh, it's, I it's the so movie was coming out. I'm like, oh, there's a new series. I'm gonna try it because I know the movie's coming out. Yeah, I'm jaded. I don't I, like. I I just cannot be hooked in that way by them. Uh, I used it? to, dude. I I own. The Spider-Man 3 novelization, okay? <laughs> what? That's how obsessed I used to be and how easy of a target I was. Can you read us the scene in it where he's dancing? You know <laughs> what? Dude, out and find it and we could do like a dramatic reading of it. I would absolutely do that. I would absolutely <laughs> I don't know where that shit is, but if I find it, I will do that. Yes. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh yeah, thanks Matt for that one and we have one more from Harris. Wait, uh, sorry. Before we jump, do we count? Can I count anime and manga? No, this is a comic book podcast. What the hell Sorry. are you doing on here? God damn it! Because that that's happened to me where I finish a series and I'm like, well, hold on a second. I want more, but I know it's I'm not gonna get the anime for the next three years. I'm gonna jump on the manga. Okay, yeah, that that's reasonable. I'm unaware of how that works. I don't know if the anime or the manga comes first first sometimes. So I'm uninformed. On this stuff, yeah. Usually the manga. Um. So we also have a uh, a uh, how do I pronounce this? Random question. <laughs> Random question. You run uh, from your dom. <laughs> Why are you running? Um. So this is from Harris. Uh, was this on the Discord? This was. It was, it was, it yeah, was some random spot was. it came from, I guess. Um. Mm-hmm. What plot twist in comics is your favorite? Oof. That's uh, if it counts. Um, Electra being a scroll. I'll never forget that for the rest that's of my life. One. When I'm old that's and I have one. like Alzheimer's, I'm gonna be like, Electra was a scroll. On your deathbed. Yeah. You're gonna reach up to somebody like just like, just like it was Electra. Yep. <laughs> Don't trust anybody. Don't trust me. When I die, I might turn green. Uh, for me, like one of the twists that like is even crazier in my mind wasn't that Electra was a scroll. It was Hank Pym was a scroll. That was fucking crazy, dude. When Especially he was that. he was like head of the oh initiative, God. and I was that like, was yo, so what? Crazy. That was the bigger twist for me, honestly. That Electra whole series set it off. is so is so good with twists. 
Dude, because the thing with Electra was like, we didn't even know to think about that. That wasn't yeah. even on the radar. And yeah. that was before solicits used to screw, like solicits were a thing, mm-hmm. but they weren't as far in advance or whatever. So we didn't know anything about it. And then it's just like, okay, what the fuck? But Hank Pym was bad because it's like, oh, all right, so who's the next? The president? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That was and good. then like, even when like Norman does the killing blow and like you see that, I was like, yo, what? Like, oh, man. Yeah. Can we get, can good we get time like, to a, be a like, fan. like the bullpen back so they can plan shit out further in advance? <laughs> I know, dude. It's so sad. Comics aren't the same. I feel I'm like I'm nine other, years old. Other twists, though. Um, shit, man. I would look at my bookshelf. But I did it. It's a little, little, little backed up right now. Uh, shit. That's, I need visual aids, guys. Uh, is is there? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. Okay. Um, is it I'm remembering thing? now. The uh, it's spoilery, but uh, for Wicked and Divine, there's this pivotal mm-hmm. moment in, at some point in the Imperial phase with Woden, that uh, Woden, and then with the Valkyries, that just like it, the way that it plays ends up affecting how you process the beginning of the series. And makes you rethink through like who's on the quote unquote right side and the wrong side and how certain characters were potentially manipulated. Uh, and it just has these rippling effects. Um, very, very, I think very well done on, on Gillen's end. Oh, one that's jumping out to me now is uh, the caged ang- angels arc of Thunderbolts, uh, Alice's Thunderbolts, where they're like capturing a whole bunch of these like metahumans and like they had captured a whole bunch of telepaths at one point. And the telepaths are like, oh, yeah, we meant to get captured. We're making you guys all go crazy. And then, like, it turns Norman back into the Green Goblin, and then the whole place just goes to shit. Venom goes insane. Oh, that... Ellis' Thunderbolts is one of my favorite books of all time. We need that book club. <sighs> yeah, yep. it's... Yeah, it's so we gotta good, do man. that one for sure. That's a great run. Uh, thank you guys for all the questions and comments. Really appreciate it. Um... Oh, whoops! Forgot to put that on the screen. I didn't add anything new to the to the question <laughs> this this week. So, oh, that's all right. Um, yeah, if you guys want to send in questions or comments, feel free. Uh, we really, really love getting to them. We try to get to every single one we can. If you want to write to us at thecomicspals@gmail.com, you can do that. You can leave a comment on YouTube, like most people do. But even Discord, Discord's a great place, or just in our Twitch chat, which is amazing. Everywhere, um, anywhere. Yeah, I did want to reference a, a, a couple of comments. Uh, Hyper Viper, hello, welcome, said, uh, I have to admit, Dr. Strange got me to pick up some digital trades. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, Jack Arias said, uh, how is the experience on Comixology? Has there been any improvements lately? <laughs> uh, Marco? Uh, I responded, not a lot, not great. Yeah, right. uh, they'll get to it. I mean... Bezos will get to it eventually once he can, mm-hmm. you know. Yo, you see, you hear he only showers like once every six months or something like that. He admitted, Excuse me? or yeah, some weird shit. Rich, rich, rich white dudes are fucking weird, man. <laughs> like this is this is why the comicsology reading experience is terrible. My yes. man is nasty. What the hell? He's keeping it stanky. How does his? <laughs> ooh, you know what? Never mind. Nope. All right. I think I know where you're going with it. I'm glad he stopped. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. So. <laughs> That would be one bad day for a woman (laughs) 
<laughs> not really. He's, not, he's I mean, with that money, I'd even like you know, I'd sacrifice my. But ima- imagine coming to him for sex on the fit the 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 last day <laughs> before right. the shower, that, that and he rips them. Day. He rips them underwear off, and that scent. It probably looks like you. his head. Ooh. <laughs> mm, that's yeah, that is that's that's at least one bad day. Um yeah. newborn baby goose. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. Uh so <laughs> that was disgusting. That was one of the grossest visuals I've had in a while. Thanks, Marco. That's oh, oh. Let's let's talk about Batman's bad day. Uh, <laughs> this is a bad day. <laughs> and Jeff Bezos is definitely a Batman villain, right? So like, oh, a hundred percent, right? Like he he would absolutely be Batman's arch enemy, arch enemy. And like Musk is totally a Superman villain. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And there still um, stands for these people, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Elon Musk would be a part of Orcus for sh- like for sure. Oh, One million bajillion percent. <laughs> yeah. He would not fuck with mutants at all. Nope. My dude's already on nope. the asteroid, bro. He's trying to build a moon base. <laughs> Mother Mold is up there somewhere. <laughs> oh, I mean, my I mean God. Mother Musk is on the cover of Sports Illustrated. This month, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, uh, the one bad day, you know, initiative uh, is going to be uh, a several 64 page one shots that feature Batman tackling, um, you know, one of his most popular uh, enemies and a big story featuring them told by some of the top creative teams in the industry. Uh, so we've got uh We'll just go. We'll just run the list yeah, of, I got of each all. one shot. Cool. Um, so we have the Riddler by Tom King and Mitch Jarrods. Great team. Yeah, I can see it. The art that they've put out for this so far is really nice. Oh, have they? Mitch described yeah. this as being one of his dream projects, specifically the Riddler. Um, yeah, and like even outside of Tom King being the writer, he's like, I've always wanted to do Riddler, um, which is weird. Uh, it's just a strange take, but I'm I'm ready for it. Love yeah. this cover. Um, so this the, the the little teaser we got for this is uh, Edward Nigma's meticulous rules and systems go out the window when he seemingly kills at random. But Batman isn't buying it. This tense elect- intellectual thriller sees Batman unravel as he tries to decode the Riddler's motivation. Yeah. All right. Uh, this next one got me for sure. Uh, Two Face, Mariko Tamaki, Javier Fernandez, and Jordi Belair. That's a squad. Yep, that is a squad. Uh, so Two Face is back. Uh, Two Face is back. That's, That's it. it. That's all you That's need the to king, know. The king Spawn artist, right? Yeah. No wonder it got you. Oh wait. Right. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the cover, it, it looks like one of, the, one of Spawn's villains. <laughs> Especially after last issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's with the red over his head? Is it raining blood on him or what's happening? He's big, big fan of Slayer. Hey, me too. 
Uh, Penguin by John Ridley, Giuseppe Comancoli, Cam Smith, and R.F. Prianto. My goodness. Yo, I love Comancoli, man. Uh, Tyler. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah. Yo, yes, absolutely. Are you um, reading um, shit? What's the Snyder uh, U.S. book? Oh, Undiscovered Country. Yeah. I fell behind, but I really enjoy that. Yep. And then, like, friggin', uh, you know, Superior Spider-Man, like, uh, Kamakoli is fantastic. Yup. Yup. So this one is, I mean, it doesn't even have, uh, I mean, it's just, uh, it's it's Penguin and the Umbrella Man. Yeah. Well, one thing that's interesting is I think this is, this is being booked as these characters killing jokes. Because Killing Joke was 64 pages. Um, oh, interesting! And it, it's it's they're trying to tell the definitive story for each of these characters. And in my head, I'm like, "What the hell is Penguin gonna do?" Like, <laughs> I, like I'm I, interested. I don't even really care for that branding because that is so. Um, it's not going to happen. It's right? branding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks, Harris, for the uh, the Prime sub. Appreciate. Oh, it. thank you so much. Yeah, really appreciate that, Harris. Uh, Anybody who would be kind enough to throw us a sub, even their prime sub, is perfectly fine. Um, it doesn't cost you anything, and it helps out a ton. Thank you so much, Harris. Uh, next up, we have – oh, and good morning to you, too. Uh, Mr. Freeze. This, this is, is the one. top tier for me. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jerry Duggan, Mateo Scalera. Wow. Mateo Scalera and Dave Stewart. Yo, Dave Stewart. this is going to be hot. Yep. Uh, thank you, Johnny, for the sub. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you, thank you so much, Johnny. Johnny one hundred and fifty. Uh, I've not seen I've not seen that name before. Um, Matteo Scalera and Dave Stewart would like they were. You could tell me, oh, they're doing um, a one shot about shit, and I would read it. Like <laughs> it is a duo that I will follow to my deathbed. Like Black Science is one of my favorite books of all Dude. time. I love black science yeah. so much. Nobody talks about it. I don't understand. It's one Rick of my Rem- favorite books at image ever. Is is Rick Remender not the most underappreciated comics writer of this era? I'm he sure if you be. ask him, he'd agree. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> might be too humble for that. But like <laughs> I really like nobody talks about his books and they're all great. Except- he just got nominated for an Eisner, didn't he? For um uh What's that one that had different artists on it? The uh, scumbag. Yeah, I think that got nominated. Oh, I don't yeah, think he was nominated for it though. Like I think it okay. it was nominated for yeah, uh, yeah humor. Yeah, was it humor? I think it was humor. Okay, yeah. so maybe yeah. he was. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah. Uh. This is this is this is great. They, there's no description for it really, but you know, excited anyway. A lot of European artists. That's comics in general right now. Yeah, yeah. The, the European invasion started uh, 15 years ago and it hasn't stopped. Um, Batman, One Bad Day, Catwoman, no art for G G Willow Wilson, Jamie McKelvey, Tamra Bonvillain. There it is. Uh, cool. I don't think I've ever seen McKelvey at a DC on a DC book. Hmm. I, I I couldn't I, I couldn't know. name one. But it's exciting. Uh, we have Bane by Joshua Williamson and Howard Porter and yeah. Tomu Mori 
this one's actually coming out next year. So it's there's going to be like, it seems one a month somewhere, something like that. Um, so we're into the later ones that don't really have descriptions. See uh, Bane's mind, body, and spirit get ravaged. All right. Oh, boy. That uh, sounds sumptuous. I feel like that happened in Tom King's run. Yeah. Like, wasn't yeah. that the that's how that how it ended? You know, pretty a pretty definitive Bane story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh Clayface. Yo. Yeah. This is this is my number one, I think. Yeah. N- not, is. not not the creative team so much. I have no problem with the creative team. I think it's hot. It's uh Colin Kelly and Jackson Lanzig, Zermanico, Romulo Figardo Jr. Zermanico is a beast. But Clayface. You want to talk about underrated. The fact that there's no Clayface movie yet is a travesty. I think Clayface could be so special in a Batman. Dude, I pitched it. Nicolas Cage as Clayface, as like a a B-list Hollywood actor who just has one bad day. He fucks you up, you know? That could be the best Batman movie. It could be. Robert Pattinson versus Nicolas Cage. Yo. Who can outweird the other? Two Titans. On screen. Let's get it. I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't ready imagine, that. imagine hearing that from Jeff Bezos on that last day. Can you imagine <laughs> what that shit smells like? <laughs> Dude, I mean, Gross. Clayface is one of those characters. With, like, I think Scarecrow, where like they're like B-list, but like, with the right story, I think they could be A-list. Could do a lot. But why hasn't it happened yet? That's what I don't get. Like, Clayface was used really well in two animated series. Yeah. The, the one everyone knows, and then the Batman animated series. Oh, I series. love that one. With the yes. police guy? Yes. Yes, Amazing. Dude. That was amazing. But why does that not translate into comics? Yeah. Like, can anybody school me? Why? Like, where I, is the great Clayface story? I think it's because he plays... Maybe it's seen this way, but I think he plays better as like the lieutenant character, you know, like not the big bad, but more like the the step to the big bad. And he's more of a plot device that's used constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate. I think he they need to kind of they need to like delve into who um, uh, uh, Basil Carlo is. And like, if, dude, that, that name is great, too. That's like early yeah. Hollywood. Like right. I could have uh, he was hanging out with. Uh, um, um, uh shit a bella lugosi or something like that you know what i mean like if i ever get an at bat to <laughs> tell a Clayface to tell a batman story it's clayface it's it's clay well oh damn because two faces is two my fa- guy though oh what a tale of two faces there you go two faces is the best two faces is the best batman villain. you know clayface as uh pretending to be two face <laughs> or if they get merged together and it's a buddy cop story and what's their name uh, Clayface, Clayface or Two Face? <laughs> nah, shit. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't. Wait, hold on. Two Clay. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. Uh, on that note, the last one is Rachel Ghoul by Tom Taylor and Ivan Reese. That's mm. that's a also it's like a, a DC event level uh, team there. Right. Exact. Dude. Bro, yeah. yeah. If they announced a, 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 an event and that was the team, okay. yeah, yeah. Sure. Sold. Absolutely. Yep. That's a um, great shout, Tyler. No Williamson. No Williamson's Snyder. On, uh, Williamson's on the uh, Bane one. I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah. Williamson. I meant uh, 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 Tinian. That's what I meant Tinian. Sure, yeah. No no Tinian. 
no Snyder, no King. Fine. Agreed. Just pointing yeah. it out. Yeah. What do you mean, no King? Tom King's there. Oh, I'm sorry. Which one is he on? He's the first Riddler. one. Riddler. Oh, yeah. Duh. Where's that my was too long at? ago. He was listing too many of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, um, are there any any character names that are that are glaring for you here? Scarecrow. Yeah, I think Scarecrow's there. Obviously, no Joker. I don't think there needs to be one. Nah. Harley is essentially a hero full time at this point. So, yep. Catwoman yeah. is an interesting inclusion, I think. Yeah, I would have preferred um, Poison Ivy or Mad Hatter. I, I really okay. wish someone would have done a Mad Hatter story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Um, but I mean, they got the big. They got the big players. For I mean, I think this makes sense. Like, I do like what killer, like Croc or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Killer Croc a lot. I mean, Dustin Nguyen pretty much did the, the Killer Croc one in the last uh, yeah, movie yeah. that he I, did. The only one that stands out as, like, you could have replaced this character is Catwoman. And, and the only reason I feel that way is because, to me, she's basically a hero. Yeah. Like, she has yeah. an ongoing. You, you, know, you know, like... Uh, um, but, yeah, this is, this is a cool initiative. Uh, I'm excited for pretty much every single one of these. And it's cool to know that... We can look forward to one of these coming out every month, uh, starting in August. So I'm I'm hyped, very much so. Yeah, glad of the format too. Nice beefy sixty four pages. Mm -hmm. I'm happy mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be like eight bucks, but oh god, uh, it's dude. gonna be more than that. You kidding me? So Joker fifteen, the book that I I don't read, uh, yeah. is <laughs> is delayed, expanded, and more expensive. No Oof. way. Yes, they added a dollar on that to the price tag. Hot. Are you Expanded and more expensive. Yup. So what's it? What yep. is it? Twenty bucks now? Yes. <laughs> it was nineteen. Now it's twenty. Damn. Yeah, I did hear it's very good. Like it's a very good series. Uh, and I think. Oh, sorry. I was told uh, <laughs> that people should definitely check it out. Uh, even though they get a, robbed monetarily. I have a friend named uh, Bean Sartley. And uh, he he told me that uh, Joker's really good. You ever flick him? Oh. <laughs> huh? He don't like that. And uh, he doesn't. He don't like when you flick the bean. I get it. No, no. Uh, he also really loves Conan, which is such a shame because uh, Conan the Barbarian is leaving Marvel. So uh, it's an interesting rights issue with Conan. Uh, Marvel was. They, they, they got the rights as, you know, they were licensed the rights to Conan uh, from 2019, I believe, is when the partnership started. Obviously, they've had partnerships in the past and they published tons of Conan stories before, um, but it had lapsed. They got him back in 2019. Um, and in July, we're getting the last Conan story for now. Uh, Jason Aaron is going to be ending the Conan era. Uh, with King Conan number six. Um, it seems like what's happening in Savage Avengers was to get him back into the Hyborian age. Hmm. Um, and then I guess like King Conan will wrap the story up. I don't know how long he'll be in Savage Avengers. Probably not for, you know, the whole run or yeah, whatever. Arc. Yeah. Um, Do you think but, that's going to be an ongoing though? I feel like that's probably just, you know, five, six issues and then they're done it wasn't announced that way but who the yeah. hell knows uh i i mean I, I gotta tell you like i don't 
care. Um, I'm not that interested in Conan as a character. No, I know Bean, that Bean the... Charlie is not not <laughs> right. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the owners of the property, um, they have this idea that they're going to be able to create a universe out of the characters that they own. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you uh, the, the characters that they own, and you guys tell me if you are interested in this. Um, Mac Morn. I'm sorry, repeat that. Mac Morn. Isn't that the hip hop artist people like? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're mourning him. Oh, Mac okay. Miller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Call the Conqueror. I do know that. And Solomon Kane. That sounds familiar, actually. Witch Hunter? Leave. I don't know. Um, you tell me. I say good luck. Uh, I like how everybody is like, yo, let's make a multiverse. Right. Like, it's it's just it's just like uh, every marketing team has that written down somewhere. <laughs> I bet you even like Colgate Toothbrushes has a multiverse plan somewhere. <laughs> Dude, what about the the dark? Uh, what was it called? The uh, dark universe. Yeah, the dark universe. That, yo, don't even get me started on dark universe. I love that story. That's one of my favorite stories. Dude, of, like studio uh, bullshit. It's such a fucking shame too, because the Universal Monsters are one of my favorite properties of all time. Mm. Um, and they fucking fumbled that one. Jesus Christ. Yo, and how do you fumble? Like you fumbled it, and you fumbled that bag so bad. That now it's it's like all off the table. They screwed Wasn't it Johnny up Depp completely. supposed to be like Invisible Man on that one too? Believe so. Wow. Yeah. And they, they were, were like, gonna yeah, use he's gonna be very invisible soon. <laughs> they were gonna use <laughs> legit movie stars, like like yep. the top of S movie stars. Javier Bardem, and, I think, was Wolfman or something like that. Right. Yeah. To, uh, Tom Cruise was involved. Oh, I, he was I a believe. mummy hunter. I don't mummy even think hunter. He, yeah. Yeah, what? But whatever. Like that's Mommy crazy. Is gonna be Marco they, this summer. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be Marco. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Only Marco. Yeah, it's only um, Marco. Did you guys see all the chatter about uh, on social? Oh, uh, you know what? What creative team do you want to see on Conan? Like, who is who is doing the chatter? Uh, the, the people who own the character and then like a, a whole bunch of people responded with, oh, that I is, want such and such. That is just shitty social media. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like that reminds me of like um, when um, what is it? Um, Valiant, their social media would always like post other like characters like, oh, here's EXO fighting. Who would win EXO or. Uh, Daredevil, and, and and I'm like, why why are you posting your competitor stuff on it? Like everyone's gonna be on your competitor side in your social media. It's like don't get the fans to do the work for you. If you want this character, have a fucking plan for him. You wanted that rub, yeah. Uh, it, it sucks too because we never got to see Conan O'Brien versus Conan in the Marvel Universe, and so that was kind of <laughs> bummed. That we never got a one shot of that. They're both canon. I know. Yep. Yep. Conan yeah. O'Brien's writing Conan. I would that kill for that, honestly. Would be probably interesting. Yeah. Uh, it sucks though, because like I do like the world of Conan, and especially the stuff like <clears throat> Jason Aaron's been doing on it. Sad Rubik, um, Jim Zub did some stuff too. It's it's a real fun 
world. And I feel like with this company uh, getting the rights back, I will not be reading a Conan book until he's back in Marvel again. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah. It just feels cyclical at this point. Yeah. It's wild that it was only for how you said 2019, Sean, that they started. So it was yeah, only it's short. Yeah, right. I feel like usually the licensing are much longer. I think they probably had the idea of, hey, like let's play the long game, give this to Marvel, make Conan interesting again, and then we'll pull out, and back. then we'll take it back and do our own thing and make Conan. Ah, the old pullout method. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, never works some of the time. I'm gonna come. <laughs> That one, that one's getting a lot of work. Jeez, all right. Yeah, this is the episode for that, apparently. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of which, there was a She-Hulk trailer. <laughs> and uh... Let's go. <laughs> That's a, that, that is just a disgusting segue, Sean. Too easy, right? Too, Too easy. easy. Um, yo, we are going to watch the trailer right now. Yo, what's with this foot stuff, Sean? I don't know what's on the screen. I, it's been, I don't it's control been following what's on the me screen. since this goddamn game I played. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar fucked up my algorithm somewhere along the way. Uh-huh. I, I get this. I start doing a little Kendrick Lamar game. A little Kendrick Lamar game for my fun little comic mm-hmm. book That's podcast. That's what it was, yeah. And then all of my shit is like feet. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. All my, TikTok, sudden, it, my TikTok mm-hmm. is just hot clowns and feet now, which I'm only okay with half of that. So which half the feet, oh, the feet, right down exactly. the clown, buddy, down the clown. <laughs> Speaking of big steppers, <laughs> she Hulk, <laughs> she a big stepper. <laughs> uh, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Appa- apparently she got uh, they, they shrunk her, though. She was supposed to be a bit more muscly, according to a, a tweet that got shared here in the discord. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what uh, we've seen. Let's. Let's take a look at the uh, the trailer. Yeah, I'm not um, gonna play can... the volume too loud. I'm trying to get DMCA. We'll yeah, talk over yeah. it. I got the uh, the sub the subtitles on there. Yeah, um, we don't even need. Yeah, what are those? <laughs> Do you um, guys um have familiarity with Tatiana Maslany? No, no. Okay. Do you? Orphan. Uh, I've seen her in Orphan Black. I liked her in that, and she is in on, she's on Comedy Bang Bang a lot. A good podcast. Oh. She's okay. pretty fucking funny. Um, not, not my first pick, not my second or third pick for Jennifer Walters. I feel like Jennifer Walters is supposed to be a presence in her own right. She is a lawyer. She's not a meek lawyer. She's a very good one. Um, and I kind of wish they would have gotten someone to reflect that. This feels like millennial She-Hulk, which I'm okay with. Um, where it, it, she's just like kind of lost doesn't know going from job to job still single in their 30s you know um yeah so i'm cool with it um let's talk about how she hulk looks i some of the cgi looks a little sketchy still like it feels um it doesn't feel as clean, I think, as what we've come to expect from Marvel. This is the TV show, so presumably they you know, maybe don't put in as much uh, work into it, but I wouldn't expect that from them. Um, some of it in certain scenes definitely just feels not uh, just not as clean as one might assume. Yeah, people been trying to defend it. And saying like, oh, I don't see how this doesn't, I don't see how this looks worse than Thanos. 
Mm. And it's like, come on, like you can be hyped and you can, you know, I'm excited. I think this is going to be great. Um, that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, you have to like defend literally every aspect. Yeah, I don't think it looks good. Like it, it might work better when we're watching it in seamless television and, yeah. and I'm all for that. And I would love for that to be the case, but this doesn't look as good as things generally do in Marvel movies. I, there's no way you can't convince me. I think it was a disgusting film, uh, tweet thread um, where these these Disney plus Marvel uh, shows are pretty much made like movies except then stretched out. Um, there's no showrunner traditionally. There's no writer's room. Um, they pretty much just make it like a movie and then they cut it out into episodes. Um, which mm. I think... They have showrunners. Uh, yeah, they have showrunners but not a writer, a traditional writer's room uh, that a normal TV show would have. Um, which I can see that. Like, I think every one of these shows, I think, say for WandaVision, feels like, oh, this is a movie stretched out in its episodes. Um, mm. And because of that, they do that so they can kind of pump these out as fast as possible, um, which also explains the CG. I think the CG looks fine, honestly. I have no issue with it. Uh, yeah. In my head, if, it, if it's a TV show, the CG is not going to be as good as a blockbuster yeah. you know, movie. Like, I'm okay with that. I get that. Um, it's the, the revenue you get from it is not going to be the same, so you can't invest as much money into it. It just makes I, sense I, to me. So, and and to clarify on that, right? Like, it's not like, like this isn't the make or break for the show. It's right. just it's uh, you could it's perceivable, and I, I noticed it. That's exactly that's all I'm trying to say. It's not like a big deal. I think that that discussion shouldn't dominate the She Hulk show conversation. Yeah. But but pointing it out is not. It's like you you have it's fine to say that, um, and still be hyped. Do you I'm think surprised it's, uh, they didn't go the Lou Ferrigno way and just like. Oh. Make up somebody up. Well, so Stevenson in the chat said, I also heard they went with CGI instead of unionized makeup artists. That was something that I was surprised by where CGI to like enhance it or whatever, but like try to do some level of practicality. Yeah. And they just threw that out the window. And that might have been hard. Tatiana Maslani is a, a smaller woman. So right. sure, yeah. maybe the makeup just didn't make sense in that regard. That's um, very fair. Very fair. Yeah, unless yeah. they like just did different shots or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm still kind of excited for it. I think it looks fun. Uh, Ex WWE wrestler David Otonga making an appearance there at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frogman showing up. Uh, Jamila Jamil, who was fantastic in the Good Place, showing up as uh, She's Titania. So good. Yeah. One one criticism that the trailer got that I do want to refute. Uh, people said that it was corny and lame. What? And I gotta, I gotta ask, like, well, I, I should clarify. I know that a lot of people don't know who She-Hulk is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> people expose themselves early. Oh, wow, SJW shit. They made a Hulk, but a woman, unbelievable. That's yeah, MCU hilarious. guys, MCU. Right, because she, because She-Hulk is that new hot hero um, that they just made a few <laughs> years ago, right? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, if, if I haven't seen it in the MCU, it's probably they, they made it just for that, right? Dummies. Um, but, but like the thing I don't get in that in that argument is like these are the same people that would have been horny for She-Hulk in the comics when she was introduced. Like <laughs> Dude, the same, I, I am still like <laughs> she's no, no, I mean, like the same people complaining about it now when it happened in the comics. They were probably like, oh, yeah, this is great. You know, like, yeah, the, the John oh. Byrne pinup, you know, in there. And we're going to, like, 
she like okay yeah the cg is what it is and like whatever but like she looks great she looks you know how how high for a disney plus show too yeah they talk about her ass looking good and she's like manhandling these tinder dates yo that was something come on let's uh, let's all be honest with ourselves right now did we not want to be in that man's position by she hulk yeah yeah. She's she huge, brings dude. N- brings new definition to Hulk Smash. <laughs> she Hulk Smash. And if she has on those gloves, those half gloves. <laughs> oh God! Listen, I won't be able to handle yeah, that. Learning, I've learned some weird weird things about Sean this week. I got You say. know who else has the half gloves? Uh, uh, what's her name? The tall woman from um, Excalibur. The oh uh, oh Saturnin. Yes, Saturnin. Yes, she had them too. Man, and, you got a fucking type show. <laughs> yes. So you br- bring on the big steppers, bring on the half gloves. Let's go. I'm hyped for She-Hulk. What I was going to say is that those of you who are saying it's lame or corny, um, have you ever read a She-Hulk comic? She-Hulk yeah. is like Deadpool, but a little more coherent. She breaks the fourth wall. It's very jokey and you know cheesy but it's fun i had a lot of fun with this trailer i think this is going to be a success i think the response to this trailer i think it was like 78 million people watched it on youtube or something wow um uh, big it's got response. currently 18 million views 18 million on this one channel uh, on I the feel- marvel entertainment channel specifically okay so maybe my number is wrong but it was some it was some big it's a big number whatever millions and millions and millions of people have watched it so I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be all right. I really do. Yeah, for sure. And I think the premise lends itself to TV so well, like procedural, you know, law with superhero antics. Like it just makes sense. That is ninety percent of the show is in the early two thousands. You know, right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. And, and the the cameos in this Tim Roth coming back yeah. as Abomination. Um, I never Wong thought Tim Roth. I never thought Tim Roth was a, a good Wong? choice. Oh for uh abomination but like I'm, I'm ready for it you know i mean he's playing blonsky you know like he's, sure. he's yeah i thought it was your he was playing blonsky because like yeah <laughs> they made him like oh he's this ripped you know uh uh you know uh, ex-military kind of guy i'm like he's right. kind of tim roth's a tiny dude like <laughs> that's fair yeah that's fair um butch character obviously we are getting uh uh mark ruffalo again as hulk so that will continue the hulk story uh, and as I mentioned, Wong, which makes sense because Wong has Abomination imprisoned or something is going on with that. Is is Wong the new Nick Fury? Because I feel yes. like Wong is literally showing up everywhere. And yeah, too. yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I love I love Wong. So I dig it. I have no issues with Wong, but yeah. I would like Nick Fury. Mm. I mean, um, we're getting Nick Fury in the Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. We got some yeah. news on that this week we, we uh, did yeah it's gonna take place in the timeline in the time between the snap like post snap but not post end game during so the blip that should answer a lot of ah, questions okay. on that. probably yeah. get wong there too we'll see how he becomes sorcerer supreme i guess <laughs> right yeah there's a lot of that that, that wong could absolutely appear you're totally yeah. right uh so shenron shenron said uh you guys think it will be each episode a different case or one case for the entire season. I think it'll be looser than that. Yeah. I don't even know if this will be about cases, frankly. Uh, no, I think that abomination thing is obviously a case. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised right. if it, if if Abomination or, or Blonsky is suing Bruce Banner somehow. Um, that's oh, actually that's funny. pretty funny. That's and funny. she's there to you know kind of talk to him about it. Um, How does she get her powers? Accident, then a blood transfusion with Bruce Banner because it's to her save relative. Yeah, yeah, to save her life, Bruce gives her his blood, and that turns her into She Hulk. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So Harris says she hope team up she hope Deadpool team up would be great. Uh yeah, if you're into that for sure. <laughs> Catherine Star, I, I want to be her Tinder date. Yo. Same. Don't we all? All jealous. Uh and uh Catherine also said, I think it'll be better in show. I feel like people said the same about Moon Knight, and by the end, not as many comments. That's fair. That's real fair. Yeah. Uh I let it go with Moon Knight, and I'm sure I'll let it go with She Hulk. I've I've already let it go. I just came here to make that point. But past today, I'm not gonna think about it. Did you, did you finish Moon Knight, John? Uh, no, we haven't even talked about Moon Knight. I <laughs> it has the I, typical MCU uh, ending issue, dude. That was I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It's, yeah. It was a struggle for me to watch every episode that I watched. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's talk about something else that I don't like. What could that be? You don't like Stan Lee? <laughs> you know, I love Stan Lee. Uh, what I don't love is that Marvel's bought Stan Lee. Buying people is illegal in most places in the world, not necessarily in the south of the U.S., but uh, <laughs> <touching> that one, <laughs> which makes sense because. You know, Disney, you know, they have a, their foothold is in Florida, so they bought Stan Lee. Uh, to, to caveat, do they have to be alive? Uh, no, because Stan's not. But they purchased his likeness for 20 years. Uh, so they have purchased this uh, in a licensing deal with Genius Brands and POW Entertainment, uh, which will allow them to use Stan for all manner of things. Everything you could you could think of. Appearances in the movies, television shows, theme parks. How is this going to work? Uh, a, 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 a composite of, you know, digital appearances, um, de-aging. A lot of the stuff we've seen done in Star Wars movies, we're going to see done with Stan. Now, I believe, like, I don't like it, right? Let me put that out up front. I think this is nasty. I really do. But... One thing I will say, and I think Stan would have probably been okay with this, and I don't know him, can't speak for him, oh, but hold yeah. on. Yeah. Stan Lee as like the tour, the digital tour guide of a Marvel section, like an Avengers mansion or a Marvel section of a theme park would be really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on theme park, Sean. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. That I mean, they're making Avengers campuses across the world. You know, their their Paris one is opening up uh, supposedly this summer in June um, with an Iron, Man, <laughs> an Iron Man roller coaster. So we can have Bernie's remake and set in the MCU. By, uh, That's Hyper so good, Hyper Viper. Wow. I mean, I, I the Stanley has become more than Stanley. Stanley is an idea, really, yeah. more than anything at this point, which yeah. is always what he wanted like like as much as like this is scummy and like they're gonna they're gonna stanley tupac hologram you know they're gonna do one of those things yeah. definitely somewhere 
at like a Comic Con or some shit. Like I'm it's gonna, gonna meet be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there will be paid meet and greets them. with a hologram Stan Lee that has a voice actor behind it. I guarantee they have that. Sean, that's yeah. um, crazy. You're gonna have met Tupac and Stan Lee <laughs> at the same convention. What? Dude, Tupac, Stan Lee, Biggie, <laughs> Big E, <laughs> and Obama. Anyway, um, Obama. I don't have the. I don't have the sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the sound. Um, uh, yeah, it, I agree with Silv. It's the movie appearances that make me feel weird because of the fact that I feel like the appeal of the movie appearances was that it was Stan. Like it was this yeah. old kindly guy you never knew what he was going to be doing and his charisma was funny and you wanted that we waited for those moments you can't replicate that with a digital you know hologram that's not going to work they're going to put them wherever they want now you know you it, it's not going to be the same sort of environment it's not going to the same this it's not going to the sentiment's not going to be the same it's not going to feel the same because they Yo. can do as they will with it yeah yeah. Funko Pop probably saw this news and was like cha-ching, you know, like <laughs> right. They don't have Stan Lee, thir- like maybe like one of them, but like they can put out like oh Stan Lee with the uh, Ivagamoto variant, Stan Lee oh, on the Silver yeah. Surfer board, you know, like it's just marketing for um, any kind of general nerd at this point. Stan Lee could literally swing around with Spider Man, like he could help Spider Man fight. A villain D- a DLC for the new uh, Wolverine game or something, you know, <laughs> like anything's on the table now. And that's to me, that's very weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't think the world is ready for this kind of thing. I think if you limited it to like a theme park type of like what kind of what I described, that'd be a lot more tolerable because it feels like it's within the spirit of what Stan would have wanted. But I don't think you can sell the movie thing. That's mm-hmm. just weird. <laughs> yeah, it's funny in the, the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. Um, there is a section where it's like a hologram uh, Walt Disney explaining Epcot and stuff. So it's, I can definitely see them doing, you know, full, going into the, the Walt Disney space. of Marvel, which is Stan Lee, you know. And yeah. yeah, right. And Walt is like owned Disney, was a major player there. I get that. That's okay. You know, yeah. it's it's as okay as this kind of thing gets. Um, but yeah, the, this you're is pretty much you're, you're cool with like the museum esque aspects of it, uh, where it's yeah. honoring yes. um, the cash grabs or where you're like, you. That's right. Because well, the cash grab is going to be the thing that they that gets the biggest like push because yeah. it's going to be most visible. But what's more Stanley than a cash grab? Is, yeah, is my sure. argument, you know. <laughs> and, so. and but what's like no one's going to the movie to see Stanley. Like putting yeah. putting Stanley in the movie, putting that money into you know doing what they have to do to make him there is not going to sell more tickets. So why do it? It's odd. It's a really weird thing. Can you imagine there was that one guy? That, oh, Stanley! All right, thanks everyone. <laughs> Must buy. <laughs> Got what I wanted. And, and maybe this was a catch-all deal, so that yeah. they can do whatever they want to do, even if they don't actually intend on using him in that way. We'll have to see. But face value, outside of limited circumstances, it's very iffy to me. Yeah, it's icky. I, it I think the the icky part goes into like, oh, it's a slippery slope then. Where like likenesses yeah. just start getting sold, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Oh, oh don't even, dude, yeah, that's oh disgusting. Oh no, dude, um, that would be actually terrible. That's nasty. But like, who knows? Like, where where this can go? You know, like it's it, it's turning people into IP. Yeah, which that was, it, it feels gross to me. 
that would suck if they use that likeness in the new um what was it Wak- uh, world of wakanda like that's wakanda a, that's forever, a yeah. that's a oh yeah that's a fear of mine is we're gonna see some like uh cgi-esque re- um, revamp of a character that would still it, it still could be a possibility that chadwick might have signed off on that and maybe filmed something mm. you know because he knew so it, it wouldn't surprise me if he was in, you know, that other world where all the ancestors are, all the former Black Panthers. If they did some if they did it in literally only that context, it would not only would I respond to it, I'd, I'd probably get really emotional about it. Yeah. Um, but that's the only way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so um, really interested to see what they're going to be doing with that movie because we know nothing about it outside of uh, COVID <laughs> drama. Yeah. <laughs> Denying. Deniers. Oh, God. Um, and that brings us to the main topic. Uh, Disney has, well, Disney hasn't announced this. It's not an actual announcement. Variety has reported that Matt Corman and Chris Ord are attached to write and executive produce a new Daredevil series that is moving forward at Disney Plus. Now, notably, um, Matt Murdock and Kingpin have both appeared in the MCU since the cancellation of Daredevil. We got Matt in No Way Home. We got Kingpin in uh, Hawkeye. So... Obviously, that would make everybody think, oh, so they're just going to redo the they're going to bring back Daredevil from Netflix season four. No brainer. Let's go. I do not think that's what's happening. You think they reboot it with the same actors with those two? I think they go. They do whatever else they want. Reboot whatever else they feel like rebooting. Reintroduce them in in different ways. Maybe they even do something to where it's not an origin story. It's just like a clean slate. Daredevil has faced off with Kingpin before, but nothing that we've actually seen is what happened in their history. I think they... That's interesting. I think they would probably do something similar, but like I think Foggy needs to stay. Um the guy who played Foggy Nelson, whose name is escaping me, I think like that is such an integral part of Daredevil. Mm. Um, that if you're if you're bringing in, you know, Charlie Cox, like I think it's, it's got to be part and parcel. Because um, yeah. I think it would start confusing people at that point. Like, oh, so these guys are back, but do they just not have Foggy Nelson in Daredevil? I don't think you could do that, to be honest. Um, I think the, you know... Um, the love interest can change. You know, they could do Kirsten McDuffie instead if they really wanted to. Or um, I, I'm saying you bring back those characters for sure. You just don't use oh. those actors necessarily. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it would be confusing if you brought back certain actors and not other actors. We we say that right, but like we've had castings in the MCU yeah, and true. all kinds of stuff. And I mean, I think they need to lean into Bullseye further than what Netflix did. Um, and I think that actor you can uh, you know, easily recast. Yeah. Because I can't even picture him, honestly. Um, but yeah, um, I'm curious to see which route they go with this. Because I think they, they've kind of laid the groundwork for a couple of different places they can go with it. They can go heavy into the law part of it, which maybe would be too similar to She-Hulk. 
They can go heavy into the ninja hand aspect to it and tie it into Shang-Chi. Um, oh. Or even, or, or then they, they've already established the street level stuff with Hawkeye. You know, like all of Daredevil's realms of expertise have been seeded in the past like year with Marvel stuff. Um, so they could literally go anywhere with it, which is exciting. I, I hope that everybody comes back. That's that for me just feels the the cleanest is just give me a continuation. Just keep keep the story yeah. going because that that's probably one that's probably one of the Marvel shows that everybody's seen right when it first came out on Netflix. That that that's the did really well and I think it for people to come from Netflix to then come to this let's say right I, I think uh, I think there's an easy way to grab people grab that market share uh for disney plus to be like hey this is what was already there we're continuing that story you liked it so much like if you want more daredevil i'm not assuming people are only on netflix for daredevil or for marvel stuff but uh, there's a population that would like to continue to see the story and i I would count myself among that i i would just like them to keep it keep the ball rolling on on it And and they also really marketed the shit out of getting those netflix shows back Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, did they? I saw it all over the place, dude. Hmm. Just in like ads, everywhere. Yeah, back um, on you know on Disney yeah, Plus now and yep. all that stuff. Yeah, yep. Uh, for me, like I, it was pretty pretty present on on the forefront. Like, hey, these shows are on Disney Plus. You could watch. There was like a whole week where they were like, they brought the actors back to talk about the show on social media. Like even what's his face, Iron Fist, did like Get a little out. video. Yeah, which they if they're bringing those actors back to like hype up the shows coming on to Disney Plus, I, I I think it's easy to just bring those actors back at this point. Like you're then then you have a backlog of stuff that you can say just continues. It's like hey, yeah. we have even more seasons now that you can watch. It's a selling point. Um, I I, uh, I just started actually. I'm maybe halfway through, but uh, I started uh, what's it called? Luke Cage. Yo, that's been real oh, good, dude. Excellent. Marshala Ali in it. Oh, oh fantastic. So, so funny you should mention that. Kristen Ritter posted a, an Instagram story of her and my culture together. Um, saying reunited and they had some badges on that she blurred out. Um, huh. So they were together at some kind of event. Um, which was interesting to see those two together. I say continue it, man. Like for me, yeah, me that's too. that's where I think you get a lot of I, I desperately want them to continue Punisher. I think they did really mm. cool stuff with the character. I think the way it integrated into the Daredevil stuff was done really, really well. Um, uh, Iron Fist, I don't know, dude. They're going to have to really sell me on Iron Fist if they want uh, if they want people to join for that. Um, yeah, I think so too. But I think they could easily do what they're doing in the... Um current comic book of iron fist what are they uh, doing or they just recast them with a new character <laughs> oh that's right wait yeah, you know actually right. actually asian so yeah 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 oh uh, you're back sean you can hear me yeah, yeah. yeah now i can yeah right, you were cool. frozen for a bit yeah sorry about that um so the canonicity of the uh the the netflix shows and the abc shows like agents of shield was always up in the air and there was never really any kind of clarification as to, you know, if they were canon, 
Um, and there were things that contradicted the canonicity for sure of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Not so much of any of the Netflix stuff because of the fact that it was so segregated into street level and all that. The only real you know, connection is just the snap or not the snap, the uh, the invasion. Yeah. You know, the the, the invasion of Avengers. Um, other than that, it's its own thing. So they can do whatever they want. Um, I wonder because you're right. You guys are right. The legacy of those shows, people love them. I love them. Um, and there's a lot there and it would be good to have that, to be able to say, Hey, this is just continuation. If you've seen Daredevil, you, you get it, whatever, but this is Disney. This is Disney plus. I don't think if the show's going to be radically different tonally, which I think it will be, I think it's going to have more in common with like a um, Mark Wade, Chris Somney run on Daredevil than a Brubaker Daredevil or a Zadarsky Daredevil. Hmm. I think it's going to not be as heavy. I think it's going to not have, you know, sex or really, really intense heavy themes or really, really intense violence. Um, so, so you, yeah. So you think it's more of going to be like a swashbuckly kind of uh Daredevil yes. instead of the heavy noir uh, brawler type? Right. That's what I think. And mm-hmm. if I'm right about that, which I hope I'm not, then I I just... I. If it's going to be that different, I don't think it should be a continuation. Because mm. you got to sort of like murk the past a little bit. Like it's going to it's going to muddy some of that. Yeah, because then it's not consistent. It's not the same feeling, you know, like it, 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 to me, it would be really weird. And then you also have to consider the fact that if that's canon, then that means that all of Daredevil's history is canon, which would include Iron Fist and Luke and Jessica and all those characters who they might not want to be who they are. They might want Iron Fist to be completely different. And you can't do that if Daredevil has interacted with him before. Could just do a new Iron Fist with a different origin, but that's weird. So I feel like there's so many things they have to grapple with. It's probably cleaner to just say it didn't happen, but I don't know. Multiverse too. They can just do whatever the fuck they want. (laughs) Yeah, but how do you how do you rationalize that? Is that is that if that's a variant, like if that happened in another part of the multiverse, that's fine. But then it wouldn't make sense for that to be a Disney Plus series. Sure, yeah, I get it. Um, And I think I think Mike Coulter is kind of up in the air too because he's doing uh, Evil uh, at uh, ABC, I believe, which apparently is a very very popular show. Um, I've watched it. It's weird as shit. It's pretty good, um, but uh, it, it's 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 rare that I see an actor on a big show like that also be on another big show simultaneously. Right. Just in terms yeah. of scheduling. Uh, Sean, I guess question: They have the seasons on Netflix. I mean, sorry, on Disney Plus now. Yes. Right. So why, presumably? if they weren't comfortable with that content, they wouldn't put that up. Like I was surprised by the sex scene in like the first or second episode of Luke Cage. 
I was like, whoa, this is on Disney Plus. I didn't realize that this was something that they would were doing on at Netflix. Um, and I'm surprised that Disney would there and allow it. So my thinking there was, well, if this is already on the platform. They should they would have debated whether or not yeah. this was too graphic in the first place to even put out. I if that's the case, because it's already there, I, I wouldn't put it past them to keep that to keep that sort of uh, tone, the the more mature, the more action oriented, because it's already there. They have that premise. They were comfortable putting it out. Yeah. Continuing it is probably a different story, but uh, I think they'd be open to it for sure. Not only were they comfortable with it when it came out, it was front and center on the launch page. Yeah, you know, it was That's, like, hey, all these are here. I just honestly, I think it'd be more confusing if they redo it in a certain way, just for the, conf- the casual who was on Disney Plus. Confusing, sure, but there's more things to consider than that. So, as Sylph points out, uh, there were outlets crying and making noise over them platforming those shows alone. Dang, so, really? yeah, absolutely. I remember that. For Million sure. moms or something like that, probably. <laughs> yeah, some BS. Uh, so legacy content is one thing. Producing new content of that type is totally different. There will not be a Luke Cage, Jessica Jones sex scene of that type in a Luke Cage show on Disney Plus if it's new. That will not happen. We didn't get the, the butt stuff from Alias. Never got it in, uh, in live action. What butt stuff? Oh, you don't remember the... <laughs> there's I didn't a, read a, Alias. Oh, there's a literal scene in Alias where it's like, there's bus stuff going on. All right. We'll leave that there. Did and I, just went from that I, to Naomi. <laughs> they announced that they were going to, maybe this is a rumor, uh, their, uh, Deadpool was going to be something that they were going to be. Rated R. Right? Yeah. Yeah. De- Deadpool, again, and I understand why it might sound like I'm picking and choosing, but to me, that's legacy content. To me, that's a that's a that's a pullover from Fox. It would be different to say uh, we're going to make a rated R Wolverine movie. It would be different to say we're going to make a rated R Punisher movie than it is to do it with Deadpool. Deadpool's extremely funny. There are ways around that that aren't as in your face, violent gore sex that I just don't think Disney's comfortable with. I saw somebody, I, I don't know, I can't attribute the tweet to somebody, but somebody said that uh, they should explain Deadpool in the MCU uh, of him on a computer dragging a Fox uh, Studios folder I saw that too, into yeah. a Disney folder, and like, that's it. <laughs> that's the explanation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shenron says, bringing down the tone to something lighter is something that is inescapable. To me, this would be like a new run, which then comes to if the development of the character is good enough, to sell us on this new path. Yeah, that, that's that's how I feel. I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm saying that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. So, Sean, you bring up the uh, Mark Wade Somni, uh, Paolo Rivera run of Daredevil as more of an inspiration. Um, it's my it's my probably top two favorite runs in comics of all time for me. Oh, okay. Um, so I am like into that shit. That is my shit. I have a fucking tattoo from that fucking book. Uh, it so, awesome. sort of looks like it says Dong on my arm, but it says Ding. Um, but like, <laughs> I'm cool with that. I think that is a new f- a form of Daredevil. And I think it, it honestly even thematically makes sense of where De- Daredevil was left off. Um, sure. Uh, where he's starting fresh and he can start to be a little more uh, enthusiastic and, and happy. Um, and then you see it in the darkness in between. Um, but also, I mean, Spot and Stilt Man could show up. You know, like they brought in some like Daredevil's got a really, really Spot. weird 
rogues gallery. Yeah. Um, and if they want to lean into that, I mean, we fucking saw Frogman in the She-Hulk trailer. They're leaning into the weird. Um, so I I'm think, ready for it. Yeah. Um, and it's also worth pointing out, like, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier has intense themes. There is, you yeah. know, violence there. Um, so it's not as if it, it's it's not as if it's going to be like sanitized, yeah, right? It's not neutered, right? It's not going to be neutered, but I just don't think it will get to those highs that we saw in the Disney Plus series or the the Netflix series, the hallway scenes and all that. Well, oh, that, no, I, that, th- I think they can still do that. Yeah. yeah, that that is possible because that was just brilliant, you know, sh- you know, camera work and and uh, choreography. I don't think the I don't think those fights were so brutal that particular one. Where you can't show that. I'm thinking um, more like the kingpin car door scene. Yeah. Or that, like the Electra Matt Murdock fucking scenes, you know? Right. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that we won't oh, get. And if you scene. can't have that, that's not Daredevil. That's not Netflix's Daredevil. That's that's something else. Hmm. And, I think, and I think Kingpin's appearance in Hawkeye kind of lends credence to that. Shall right. He was wearing Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, he to be, was. which which was from Mark Wade's family business, like literally yeah. for, for you know an exact replica. But like he was, he still had the gravitas there, but it was a little goofier. Yep. Um, which I guess that's comics, right? Like it is same characters, different feelings. So, hmm. I, I, my final sort of thought on that is, I will not be mad if they have to do that. Because what we got was so tremendous and it really did feel like a complete story. I don't I would love for that to be continued, but I don't feel like I lost out because it ended because three seasons is is a good amount and it was so quality. It did end in a way where it's like, hey, you can you can fill in the blanks for what happens next. But the story of Matt Murdock has reached a point at which it's kind of solved. Where the show started and where it ends, his sure. story is solved. If he was just happy after this, that's fine. Um, but yeah, do I want more? Yes, of course. No brainer. I think outside of X Men and Fantastic Four, Daredevil's the ne- the biggest one. Uh, the biggest get. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think this could really be a linchpin for uh, the Disney Plus shows, which. I think the general reception of the Disney Plus shows is that they're kind of they're 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 good, but like they're kind of loose in what they're they're trying to accomplish. So if they want to have a linchpin of street level stuff as TV shows, like Netflix did, um, fuck it, give me give me more Daredevil. I'm down with it. My favorite Please, character in all of comics. So wow, yeah, it's no, a good no, pick. no joke. It's, uh, it's, an, it's Daredevil, Doom, Cyclops. Those are my top, top three. Cyclops, dude. Yo. Best X-Men. That's awesome. Yes, let's get it. I mean, Gene, but... Well, <laughs> Gene's my favorite character, but Cyclops is the best X-Men. X-Men, yeah. For sure, 100. He is, Cyclops he is, is right. the X-Men. Dude, I have that shirt. Cyclops was me too. absolutely me too. right. Yeah, yeah. Hell uh, yeah, dude. I gave, I gave one to Matt once, and we were both going out uh, one day, and then I picked him up, and he was wearing the same shirt as me. We were both wearing the Cyclops was right, so I was like, hey, you got to change. <laughs> but... Oh, man. If you, I wonder if we could ever do a retrospective of like the schism era of X-Men. Like, oh, that's you wonder if 
We we can do we whatever can. we want. Yeah, of course, we can do whatever. <laughs> hey, yeah. You got an idea? We'll we'll make it happen. The yeah. sorry, this is completely off topic to what we had, but you know, it, you triggered me, Sean. Um, Wait, that <laughs> that whole um, build of uh, uh, new X Men all the way up until like Avengers versus X Men. It's just like good character growth. For, like probably I think Scott Summers had the best character growth out of a mainstream comic character that I've ever seen. Cause it was true growth. Um, yeah. Yeah. He went from being like a joke to a very, very like yeah. serious, like you got to take this guy seriously. The first time I saw him pull out that gun in, um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Astonishing or new X-Men where he pulls out a gun. Do you remember? Am I crazy? I Do you remember, remember that? I don't, I don't remember that, but I, I trust you on it. Am I, I, don't remember I, it I, I don't trust myself right now. I feel like I might just be making that up. Uh, Yo, talk to me about onslaught. No, dude. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking like his 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 uh, whole character arc from uh, being Professor X and then turning into Magneto eventually was great. It's great. Just I, yeah. I, idealistically, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Cyclops is the man. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are about this topic. Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil, not not, <laughs> not yeah. Cyclops. Sorry. Uh, about that. The, the the comments we'll get about Cyclops, I don't even want, you know, about how people don't like him. Like, He's a Boy yeah. Scout. Mm. Yeah, okay. So Superman. Superman's awesome. Um and, and Cyclops is not a Boy Scout. Well he, he is, but he's the best Boy Scout. Anyways, uh Daredevil, sorry. Send us your thoughts about Daredevil or anything else we talked about on this episode of the show, including Cyclops. Uh would you be comfortable with a Daredevil? reboot but keeping the same main character and main antagonist actor wise would you be cool with that write in and let us know write in and let us know about anything how do you feel about stan lee being purchased by marvel big deal um there are plenty of ways that you can reach out to us plenty of ways that you can support the show um you can get us on patreon.com slash the comics pals lots of great content up there for you guys Really want to put this message out to our patrons. Uh, let us know what you want to see. You know, is there something you want to see us doing over there that we're not? Um, if you're not a patron, you know, is there something that would make you want to join? Some incentive that you don't see yet? You know, we are still new to it um, and we're having a great time. We want to make sure that you guys are too. Um, and that this is something that we're all kind of experiencing together. Um, lots of stuff up there already. Go ahead. And also, if you have ideas for palling around, uh, current patrons, uh, right. stuff, random shit you want to hear us talk about, you know, you want us to get real deep and philosophical and talk about, you know, the the real uh, human experience. We can do that. We can also talk about farts the entire time. Oh, I was so, thinking farts. Yes. I knew you were thinking farts. I was smelling it. <laughs> Why were you thinking farts? We were well, both was, thinking he, farts. We're both Two thinking out of three farts. of us were thinking farts. Mm-hmm. You're the weird one, Sean. <laughs> get with right. it. I was just thinking about She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Patreon, thank you guys so much for support on there. Uh, join us live. This was a fun episode, I, for me anyways. I hope you guys had a great time watching live. Uh, we uh, we go live every single Saturday for this show at 10 a.m. Eastern, 10.15-ish. Um, Thursdays for Pals Pulse at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, come hang out with us for all that great live 
Comics Pals Action, youtube.com slash the Comics Pals. Subscribe, like the video, share it with your friends. If you're not subscribed, it would really, really help us out if you would jump on over there and do that. We are so close to 600, so just need that bump. Um, our next book club is being determined by you guys over on Patreon. We'll be announcing the next book club really soon. Um, the voting process is underway. We're we're deadlocked, actually. Oh, we're, okay. we're deadlocked over there. We, do we uh, have so, a, a plan for that? Well, uh, no. Um, we need <laughs> we we need uh, we need we need someone to break that. Yeah, one more vote would seal it. We'll close the voting on Tuesday, so uh, give you guys a little bit of time. Uh, we I'll, I'll I'll briefly go over like what where it stands. Um, so it's the boys volume one and two. Kaiju Max season one, Flintstones, Swamp Thing books three and four, and Uncanny Avengers. Uh, so, oh, we're not deadlocked anymore because my pick, Avengers, has three votes. Damn. Oh, okay. To to and the this, the runner up is uh, the Flintstones. Oh, so, really? There's yeah, there's still I time. More people would pick the boys, honestly. Right? Uh, I'm not surprised uh, by this. I, I don't think know the how... boys is more successful as a TV show, honestly. <laughs> and I think and I think that the boys has a certain kind of audience that we don't necessarily yeah. curate. That show is so, fucking good though, man. That show I love is fantastic. the show. <laughs> yeah. I was just referring to the comic. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so, so much for joining us. We will see you next week until then. We're the comics pals. Oh, shoot. No, sorry. Plugs. My goodness. Wow. Uh, Marco guys forgetting how to do this show. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Where were you last week? Huh? <laughs> Thank you again for tuning in. Um, you can follow me at Mr. Marco Enomoto on Instagram and Twitter. I've been reading quite a bit of manga, which you'll be hearing in my newsletter coming out this week. Uh, drops Wednesday. So two days from now, if you're listening on Monday or next week, Wednesday, a few days uh, if you're listening live. And what else? Uh, and I'm almost done with Dawson's Creek. Hey! Never watched it. Never watched it. Very good. I'm gonna definitely have a newsletter on it, uh, sharing all my thoughts. So stay tuned at some point. That's hype, Tyler. Uh, You can follow me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter. I am uh, in the process of a move again, Uh, so I will be packing up a shelf that currently I need to figure out how to properly pack up an original Nintendo Home Entertainment System, Um, and my Blizzard. Action figures. I know how to pack those. <gasps> you have Blizzard action figures? Yo, I got a Vol'jin statue, my dude. Yo, you've never shown me those. You got to take a pic. I got I got Stitches. I got uh, uh, Arthas. Uh, and I have some oh. Funko Pops. I got uh, I got a lot of Overwatch Funko Pops. I got uh, Deathwing Funko Pop. Merlot. <gasps> dude, the shine in Sean's eye right now. <laughs> Yo, that's Yo, so the Vol- cool, The Vol'jin man. statue. Oh, I have a Ragnarok statue, too. That one's right next to me. Oh. That one's right here. Holy oh, shit. Dude. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon, executors. <laughs> That's beautiful, dude. Wow. Yeah, so I love um, that. I might have resubbed. <gasps> you Uh-oh. did? Uh-oh. I, I, I've only dipped my toe in it. It was an act of depression. That's what it was. <laughs> but uh, maybe, maybe once I'm settled in my new place, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in again. Uh, it's the the uh, the Dune Crawler Kroger um, World Boss was up, but I've been trying to get that alpaca mount for for years now. So. Uh, waiting for it. it didn't drop for me this time so yeah never will tyler's not yeah. gonna shower for six months oh i got i got a lot of those rare drops i have like anixia i have um the ashes of alar so i've gotten lucky you're just gonna sit here and rub that shit in that's what i got ashes do? of alar yeah wow dude yeah. wow uh i don't 
But uh I gotta ask your knees. <laughs> is that a black joke, Marco? Is that what we're doing? Oh, I, just, I do, bro. I he get said, I get yeah. dry. Oh, yeah, no, oh I, I thought you said I thought too, you said yeah. I had ashy knees. I said I had. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, I was uh I was racist. internalizing. No, How, Puerto, I, well, anyway. Puerto Ricans I'm get on, ashy in a different way, you know? Yeah. I'm on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. I've been playing a lot of multiverses. That's a really, really oh, man, fun game. Yeah, you didn't get your invite. I wonder if I can no, share my invite. I would like to have you. We could stream it. Yeah, we could. We could. Uh, Sean, I I didn't notice this. Did you get new headphones? Nope. I've had these for uh, a while. Oh, really? Yep. So you didn't notice it for a while. <laughs> I guess you didn't notice it for a little bit. With that, we are the Comics Pal signing off. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Thanks a lot. See you next week. <laughs>